0: Welcome to Beauty Uncut, the podcast. I'm Shania. And I'm Kayla. And we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty. Welcome to season two. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Today's
1: podcast is all about skin. So last episode, we focused on what we think will trend in 2023. And it was kind of more injectable focused. And we didn't really delve too much into the treatment specifics. So we wanted to focus on skincare trends as well as skin treatment. Trends as well.
0: Yeah, and we also wanted to start off season two by getting into how Kayla got into the industry. We started season one off by speaking about how I got into the industry. So we thought since this is more skin focused, we wanted to talk about how Kayla got into the industry, her advice, and her journey.
1: So we're recording this one week after Christmas, so should we just have a little bit of a catch up, talk about what we got for Christmas? Yeah, how was your
0: Christmas? As
1: you may know, (laughs) I moved into my sister's house because I was left homeless, and I am so sleep deprived. I feel like I'm a new mum without the rewards of having a child, Mm. because I'm sleeping on my nephew's floor and he wakes me up in the middle of the night. I feel like I don't have time to do my skin, I don't have time to myself, I don't have time to nap. That that's how wow. i feeling. That's like mum life. Mum life without the benefit. Yeah. Shout out to all the mums
0: out there because I feel for you. <laughs> well, I just pretty much ate my body weight and food and rolled around really that's exactly how Christmas (laughs) should be spent (laughs) did you get anything good for Christmas yeah I got a few little sweet gifts I got a few products I got one product that I've been really wanting to try which is the ultraviolet SPF 30 clean screen yeah so really excited about that. I also got a pack of Kerastase hair products, which I'm actually really excited about. It's like the new range. I think it's called Chronologique. Mm-hmm. I probably butchered that, <laughs> but really excited because that one is like, it has hyaluronic acid, charcoal and all these really good ingredients. All the good things. Yeah, yeah. that was the main part. All product. the beauty parts, yeah. yeah. Well, I also
1: got ultraviolet. I got, mm. I think it was like seven of their sunscreens. Yeah. So I'm super keen to try that because on the last episode, I was saying that the ultraviolet tint was my new favorite SPF. And I've heard really good things about ultraviolet sunscreen. So I'm super excited to try the rest of them out. I also got the James Vivian Vivology skincare kit. He came out, if you guys don't know who he is, he's a dermal therapist from Melbourne And he just relaunched his own skincare. So I'm keen to try that. And then I got two perfumes. I got one from Shania, which was kind of more (laughs) like a birthday gift, but it was delayed. So I'm going to count as a Christmas (laughs) gift. And that was the Tom Ford Blanc Soleil or Soleil Blanc, Blanc. something like that. And then the Giorgio C. So they were my little beauty gifts. And then I did do some Boxing Day shopping, but I'll delve into that later. (laughs) All right, let's jump straight into our skincare trends and skin treatment trends for 2023. Should we start with skincare and ingredients? Yes, we shall.
0: I was speaking to Kayla earlier about how vitamin B, I feel like, is going to be a huge thing because a lot more people are more aware of um, maintaining their barrier protection and function. So I feel like that's the one thing that just pops into my mind about what's going to be I agree Trending. it's such a universal product not yeah. only does it obviously
1: help with barrier function but also really good for those with acneic skin so mm. sebum production also great for those with pigmentation it's Hydration. honestly just an all-round great ingredient so I agree I think that it's going it to keep its reign
0: yeah I feel like you know it last is. year was
1: great <laughs> but I feel like it's going to continue to keep yeah, being great agree. and I think a lot of skincare lines if they don't already have a vitamin b are going to start having um, yeah. a vitamin b in their products I think, you know how slugging was a trend of mm-hmm. 2022 and I yes. know how we feel about it, but I mean the science behind it, obviously adding that protection over your skin, yeah. helping with transepidermal water loss, it is good, but I think that a lot of skincare lines are actually going to come out with their own version of slugging. So instead mm-hmm. of putting Vaseline on your skin, they're yeah. going to create these barrier, I guess,
0: like cream yeah yes. kind of yeah like balms I feel like balms or, creams yeah
1: and they're gonna kind of call it like a slugging cream I think yeah. that's gonna go off in 2023 yeah
0: speaking of balms I also feel like the balm to oil makeup removers are also going to be really popular I have three stacked up waiting for me to start using at <laughs> home because I'm just super excited about how well it takes makeup off instead of using your micellar waters your makeup wipes, it's just so much better for your skin. I agree. I think micellar is definitely out and (laughs) balms are definitely
1: in. I agree. Not an ingredient, but I was saying before, I think celebrity skincare lines, like we've obviously seen Kim Kardashian and Hailey Baldwin or Hailey Bieber come out with theirs and I think a lot more celebrities will. But I also think because of the rise of celebrity dermatologists on TikTok and social media – I think we're going to see a rise in dermatologist skincare lines or doctor skincare lines.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) The lady that started
1: skin cycling, like she came out with her own skincare line. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's going to take off in 2023 and it's going to be more science backed. Yeah. Also, body care. I think that will be a massive trend this year. I think body washes with AHA, again, good for keratosis pilaris. Mm -hmm. I think moisturizers with AHA is in them to keep our skin, you know, Nice and fresh and keeping... Soft and supple. Exactly. (laughs) What else? Like dry
0: body... I guess that's not a product, but I reckon dry body brushing. Mm. People are going to be more aware of their body. Yes. I feel like more people were aware of their face and maybe starting to get aware more of their décolletage, but... I reckon more people are going to be more aware of their arms, legs. Everything. Everything. And so with that, I think body SPFs. I
1: feel like the only good body SPFs out there are the ultraviolet and the We Are Feel Good. They've really kind of honed Mm. in on that. I think that more brands will come out with body SPFs. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) My last one is pimple patches. I know towards the end of 22, they were starting to really – come in and I think they're just going to excel through 2023 I think a lot of brands are going to come out with their own versions and hopefully it's going to stop us from squeezing our breakouts and Mm -hmm. putting a pimple patch on instead yeah agreed all right what about skin treatment trends So in our last episode, we obviously spoke about Dermapen with PRP. We didn't talk too much about it. I would say you're the expert in that. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that treatment? What are the benefits of it and why you think it's going to be a trend?
0: Yeah, so Dermapen itself is a really, really good treatment for your skin because it's causing a controlled wound response where all those reparative cells are getting sent to the surface of the skin. You're also getting the collagen and elastin production as well, which in itself is amazing for the skin. One of the most effective skin treatments, I would say. And then you add in the PRP, which is also amazing for that collagen and elastin production and the healing and repair of the skin as well. So we have a lot of clients who do it on their skin, which is amazing and really good anti-aging, good for the thickness of the skin. Plumpness. Plumpness, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I think it's amazing for that. But also we trialed it on your KP and that was amazing. The results that we saw from that was just next level. Yeah. And if you don't know what KP is, it's keratosis pilaris. And it's like the
1: little bumps that you can get on the back of your arms, or even on your thighs. Mm. And I don't know if we've previously spoken about this in a podcast, but I struggled with that a lot. And I even went to a dermatologist. Like he was like, you basically just have to deal with it. And yeah, when we did Dermapen,
0: PRP one on my treatment. arms, one
1: treatment, it was basically gone. Yeah. So,
0: But not- it's so good for so many things, even like pigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles, hydration of the skin. Even on your hands. I yeah. know that like we have a lady that works here and she's really concerned with aging on her hands. And I was like, two PRP on your hands. Yeah. it will be great. Yeah. Such a good treatment. So universal. Yeah. So this is like semi-treatment, semi-product, but I think peel pads like at home, peel pad treatments are going to be really popular this year because we spoke a lot about the active peel system by Is Clinical on season one and how much we love it and lately I've been seeing a lot more brands coming out with peel pads or just at home treatments so there's like the Medicaid blemish control pads there's Dr Dennis Gross which also has a True step system and their products are amazing as well so I feel like a lot more people are going to be doing that at home instead of Mechanical exfoliations and things like that.
1: Yeah, and I think the at-home peels are really good in between your in-clinic treatments, and yeah, I think it absolutely. really helps to elevate your in-clinic treatments. Hundred percent. I think that at-home devices are going to be huge next week. Next week. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> I meant this. I mean, technically, it is next week. Technically, yes. Bam, January first, they are just going to go off. No. <laughs> I think you know, heel light was big, but I think a lot more brands are going to come out with their own versions. I think EMS and facial massaging tools are also going to be huge. And that kind of brings me into like my next treatment that's going to trend for 2023, which is facial massage style facials. facials similar to like the buckle or buccal or however you say it massages which is where they have your hands inside your mouth
0: their hands inside your mouth what did i say <laughs> your hands inside. Your oh, mouth. sorry not my hands their
1: <laughs> hands the facials. the facialist hands inside your mouth mm. and they're basically massaging like the inside of your mouth all the way up to your cheek and it helps to relieve a lot of tension in the face Mm. but your skin just looks incredible afterwards so I think people are going to really be focusing on that lifting tightening rejuvenated appearance for 2023 and they're going to do that with you know those facial devices and facial massaging
0: I think another treatment that's going to be really popular this year is the enzyme lymphatic flow masks like the print that we have spoken about in previous episodes, which pretty much is working on that health of the skin, getting rid of all the toxins out and treating the skin to nutrient rich oxygenated blood, which just helps with the health, overall health and function of the skin.
1: I completely agree. And super exciting. We actually have the owner of Prin coming on to talk about lymphatic therapy and the benefits of it in a couple episodes time. Yay. So stay tuned for that. So
0: exciting. So for this next segment of the podcast, we're going to talk about how Kayla got into the industry. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the industry?
1: So, yeah, I've been in the industry for about 12 years. I first started in the industry doing makeup. I did a course with Napoleon Pertus in 2012 when I was in high school. And I just found a love for all things beauty, skincare, everything. After year 12 finished, I really just didn't know what I wanted to do, but I know I wanted it to be in the beauty industry. And so I went and did a diploma of beauty therapy. I had such a love-hate relationship with beauty therapy. I loved like the skin aspect of it, but I hated massage. I hated waxing. I hated nails. And I felt like when I was studying, that's basically what the whole course was. When I finished, I then started working for a franchise, Laser Clinics Australia. And that's kind of when I started delving more into more advanced skin treatments or lasers and things like that. And so that started my passion for more advanced skin treatments and more advanced body treatments. And then I think it was about maybe five or so years into being in the industry, I actually started suffering with my own skin. I started getting really bad hormonal acne and I was working for a dermatologist at the time and he was like, just go on Racutane, which I did, but I didn't like the side effects of Racutane for me personally. Like I didn't like the dry lips. I didn't like the dry skin. So I stopped that fairly quickly. And then that's when I found a passion for treating acne. And I basically focused all my time and energy into reading, what did you say, like literature mm-hmm. uh, or like books or any kind, anything I could to find out how I could treat acne. And I started taking more holistic approach with myself. So working internally and externally. And then I started doing that on my clients. And I basically, from that point forward, only saw acne clients. And that's kind of what I focused in. And that's what I'm definitely passionate about.
0: So as most of our listeners know, you're doing a lot more social media marketing now. So do you want to tell us more about how you got into that side of things? Yeah, of course. After
1: COVID, I suppose I had that eight week break of like not really treating clients. And whilst I love treating clients and I love skin and I'm super passionate about it, I also loved being off the tools and really... I guess in our day and age, we're kind of all about social media Mm -hmm. and marketing. And I think when you've been in the industry for a while, you kind of get a little bit not bored, but things become a bit more mundane. And so Mm. when I started working at Inigo, I started doing a little bit of like the social media and offering a few kind of suggestions and tips of how we could grow their business. And from that, I just became super passionate about wanting to grow the non-surgical side of the business. Mm. And so that's kind of how I started getting more into that marketing and social media. And then that's when I started taking on less clients. Mm. And I think that's what I'm good at.
0: When you're passionate about something, you really excel in it. 100%. And so that's kind of how I got into it. I just wanted to touch on that as well because you are so good at what you do as well, especially Stop with it. the marketing side. <laughs> like, I have not met someone more passionate than you about marketing and growing a business, guys. I can tell you right now, <laughs> I slept over at Kayla's house. I woke up. First thing Kayla turns over and she's like, So should I post this or should I post this? I'm like, Kayla, I just woke up. Like, that Give was me a like,
1: second. <laughs> was it Christmas Day or Christmas, maybe Boxing Day? I messaged you, and I'm like, hey, so what do you think about this? This is this. I'm like, my brain just doesn't stop. And I think Literally. that when you find a job that you love, it's because
0: you're passionate yeah. about it. Like, you love what you do, like, you don't care about not working on Christmas Day because you don't have to do that. You literally want to, like yeah. it's your passion. Yeah, so. I would work for free. Yeah, literally. Don't tell my boss <laughs> that, but I,
1: I, I would work for free. <laughs> That's how much I love That's my job. That's really good. Yeah.
0: And do you have any advice for people who, we'll start with the dermal side, people who want to get into dermal therapies and skin and things like that? Absolutely. So I forgot to
1: say this, but when I, I did my diploma of beauty, but then I also went and did my diploma of dermal science. And I think that if you're wanting to get into skin, I honestly think that you should still do your diploma of beauty for therapy first because you learn so much. You learn the basics and foundations and you learn how to touch your skin and how to properly cleanse and massage. And I think that really comes in handy when you start treating clients. Whereas with your dermal science degree or course, you don't really get that basic knowledge mm. and you don't get the hands-on experience. So I think doing both is essential in my opinion. I feel like there are quite a good few schools out there now. Like the French, you've got that Ellie Lucas. They're great schools to start off with. And I also think they're adding components now in where you're doing more advanced treatments like M-Sculpt, Tri-Lift, things like that. So I think... Start off that way and then if you know you love skin, you can go and do your Bachelor of Health Science majoring in Aesthetics or whatever it is. Mm.
0: And how about with the whole social media marketing side of things, if someone's wanting to get into that as well, what's your advice? I think it kind of depends on what industry you want to
1: go into. I guess if you want to get into the social media marketing you could do a marketing degree but that only gives you the fundamentals I think having like your diploma of beauty or you know diploma of health science or even diploma of nursing and working in the industry gives you a better insight and makes Mm. you a better social media manager or marketing
0: because then you understand
1: yeah it's it's, I I kind of look at other clinics who are doing marketing and Just being in the industry and obviously I know like the rules and regulations, like half the stuff that people put out there, like they can't post. So I think obviously having an understanding
0: behind it is better Mm. and, and a passion as well. So now that we got that out of the way, let's start with some fun questions. If you were still treating, what would be your favorite treatment to do?
1: Well, I actually still treat two days a week in the evenings for request clients. I love print, love it. Can't get enough of it. I also love, I don't do these treatments, but if I did, I think a multi-modality is the way. So Mm. I would say if I was treating clients,
0: I would be doing M-Face, Morpheus and Bioremodeling if I was a nurse. Yeah, love that. And how about your favourite treatments to get done on yourself? I love anything where someone's just touching my face. It feels (laughs) so good when someone just cleanses you.
1: So I would say is clinical, fire nice facial, dermapen with prp i love the results of print but i hate getting it done because i hate like sitting there waiting there yeah yeah. i'm
0: impatient i think that's it yeah yeah so last fun question if you were stuck on a deserted island and you can only take three skincare products what would you be taking
1: can you imagine me on a deserted island (laughs) i would not last i would be there for like two days max and i'd be dead but ultraviolet spf tint Just because, obviously, sun protection, just in case, like a hot lifeguard comes and rescues me, at least I'll be looking glowy. I would say rationale number four cleanser because I cannot go to bed without washing my face. And that also acts as a hydrating mask, and my skin will probably be so dry. The number three would be the Tatcha Kisu Lips. Is that what it's called? That mask? Yeah, it's a lip mask. It's incredible because, again, my lips are probably going to be dry and burnt. Mm, It would well moisten them. All right, well, I think that wraps up episode one of season two of the podcast.
0: Make sure to follow us on our social media. All the information will be in the description bar below. Make sure to leave us a review as well. It'll Five be stars only. Much appreciated. <laughs> and we will see you in our next podcast. Thank
1: Bye. You.